Hello everyone, it's me, Osaru Alile, and today on the Encounter series, I have a very, very, very special guest. She's really dear to my heart, and I call her our number four. And that's because she's four of eight in my family. She's actually the fourth child of my parents, and Efosa's story has always, always, always inspired me, and honestly helps to build my faith as I grew up in my walk with Christ. Um, and she's going to share it with everyone today and i'm really excited about it so i'm going to allow Fosa to introduce herself and i'll bring her on in a second please stay with us on the encounter series hello hello effie guys i have with me Efosa on the line what do you even say? I, line or call? Or, 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 I guess, on the, I guess on, the, on, the on the radio. On. You have me on. I have, exactly. I have a Fosa Alile Martin on. And I'm yeah. super excited, like I said. Um, and as usual, I'm just going to let her introduce herself and let's go with the flow. All right. Um, my name, obviously, a Fosa Alile Martin. Um, I'm Musaru's sister. <laughs> I live in Mali, Bamako, Mali. I'm married with two wonderful, miraculous kids, um, two girls. I am a wife, a mother, a sister, a friend, a lover, a friend of God, uh, a miracle magnet, and that's, a wonder kid. Sure. <laughs> a wonder yeah. kid. A girl full of wonders. <laughs> I, I guess that's it. I'm a writer. I'm a writer. And once upon a time, I was a dancer. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. And I used to literally, like, actually, me and my little sister, Nusa, she, she, she can contest it. It's like Effie was like our dream human to be because she was so cool. Like, all the coolest dances, coolest outfits, I, coolest I, I, I everything. Think, I, I don't think I'm very comfortable with she was. <laughs> okay, well, sorry, sorry. <laughs> You are so cool, but I wish to know. <laughs> you to listen. <laughs> so That's me whispering. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yes, definitely a wonder child. No, I, I can't even call you child because she's my big sister. A wonder person, a wonder woman, for sure. Yeah. And yes, I'm really, 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 really excited to have you on the Encounter series. Like, you know, or maybe you don't know, if this is your first time listening to the Encounter series, it is... um and a podcast that likes to explore the different dimensions of God's glory through his power. He's showing us of his light. That's just showing us who he is through healing, through miracles and wonderful signs that he does in our lives. And um, the entire idea is that we share our stories that he may lift others up. So I know yeah. Ephesus' story, honestly, lifts me up every day when I think about her. We can be quite dramatic in my family. So every time we're talking, we'll just start crying. <laughs> God is so good. <laughs> so, yes, that's what, what are you trying just, to say? We shouldn't cry now, right? Uh, yeah, no, we won't cry. But okay. your stories okay. are definitely our waterworks giver. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, Effie, so which of the yes. wonders are you going to tell us about today? Okay, I think I have, um, t- should I say one story? Two in one. What's that? Uh, <laughs> Killing two birds with one stone. Okay. <laughs> So I, um, you know, I mean, God is faithful. God really is faithful. Uh, I will say something. Uh, can I start with 14 years ago, exactly May 17, uh, oh, wow. 2004. Yeah, May 17, 2004. I had a horrible accident. But before that, I will just mention this part very quickly because it actually matters. I was okay. told a month before this accident that an accident was coming but i will see you through that is what god told me in the nation yes i was told that in church in church i was going to say like was you did you have a dream or did somebody like come up to you and just tell you or Uh, a woman in church fell in the spirit and she actually told me that an accident is coming but i will see you through what the plans of the devil that was, you know, it was to kill me, but he will see me through and I will survive. Mm. I mean, she didn't go into details like that, 
But obviously now I understand. But what I took then was an accident was coming and he has seen me through. So meaning the accident was over. I mean, it wasn't going to happen. That's what I took. Of course, I took the positive road and I was like, hey, well, you know. And of course, mommy and daddy were speaking to me. They're like, you know, you like to drive. Oh, I used to love driving. I will weave, you know, through the road, speeding down. I, I really enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, don't worry. Um, I won't, you know, be driving like that anymore. I'll be born, you know. I'll be careful. careful. <laughs> mm. um, you know, but yeah, right. And I traveled. I went back to the uh, U.S., came back to Nigeria, and I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Um, even in Nigeria, I remember once or twice, mommy would be like, uh, ah, Fofo, I don't think you should drive. I, she was still nagging on that um, um, revelation. And I said to her, I said, you know, mom, it's going to be fine. I like to drive. I will drive in Lagos. But this time I'm going into Lagos Island. I want to drive. So uh, May 17th, I had woken up. I was about to start a job the following week. I had to go to the bank. And uh, dad calls me. We had morning prayers as usual in the house. I was about to leave. 6.30 in the morning. Very early, <laughs> in the morning, you know, and he even talked about, you know, me going out and stuff. So I was leaving and they tell me, oh, daddy's calling me. I go into his office. He's like, oh, Fofo. I'm like, yes, daddy. He's like, you're leaving now? Yes, I'm leaving. Okay. Uh, take it easy. Be well. Be cautious. And I'm like, all right, daddy. You know, it's, it's fine. Thank you, daddy. Love you. I went back upstairs, said bye to mom. And she was like, oh, I'm going out too. And she left. I get into the car. I get to the gate. The cook comes out. He's like, uh, Efosa, mom, uh, daddy's calling you again. And I thought, okay. Go back in. I'm like, yes, daddy. He was on the phone. And he's like, wait. After I wait, he says to me, um, Fofo, you're leaving now. Yes, daddy. <laughs> and Why is he bugging like, me? Yes. <laughs> and he's like, okay. God be with you. And I'm like, okay, daddy. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. And I go. We're getting to the end of our street. And I see our gate man, Mumuni, running after the car. I turn. I'm like, what does he want? And he says to me, daddy's calling you. Okay, now, daddy, you're bugging. I come out of the car. I didn't even wait. I did not even wait for the driver to turn. That's how irritated I was. I turn Mm. back. I get into his office. I'm like, Daddy, what is it? And he looks at me. He says, uh, okay, I just want you to be careful that God has gone before you. You know, he said it again. And I said to him, I said, Daddy, remember you prayed already? He's like, I know, my dear. God be with you. Okay, Daddy, love you. And I went. But I will say this to you that in the car, I thought about it. I'm like, why did he call me three times? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, okay. You know, I guess maybe all that, they were a bit nervous. I'm moving back to Nigeria after, was it 12 years, I think? 12 years of being away. So it's like, okay, I hope, you know, she'll be fine. Maybe they're just being, yeah, cautious, super cautious. I get there, the driver packs, I go to the bank, and on my way back to the car. And this car, a car, I could hear the car coming. Hits. Mm -hmm. He drives away. It was... Uh, hit and run. Wow. All I remember from that moment was white light. White light and then a huge and and looking through the field and picking up flowers and then I hear like a voice I'm looking back and forth I think what, what should I do? Looking back and forth and then all of a sudden I hear she don't die. She don't die. And like a, like a force. And I open my eyes over me. Shout. She never died. So I'm like, okay. I'm looking at all these people. The woman that was standing And I announced that May is mango season. Thanks. Oh, to oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> me with the mango uh, water that she uses to wash her mangoes before she sells it. And I keep saying to her, I'm okay. 
So she's like, the, the boys had run after the car and hopefully they will get the man. So I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter. I'm okay. I'm alive. And I was fine. I get up. I clean myself. I tell her, thank you. I call my mother. I said, you won't believe what happened. I just go into mm. a car accident, but I'm okay. And my mom's like, oh my God, oh my God. She's like, you know, the devil. And I'm like, mommy, don't worry. The devil, that's all tricks. I'm fine. I get there. I don't know where my mother should. I, in fact, she must have been next door. She literally showed up. We're talking about Lagos Island. She was from where? From Agungi. That, that is the love of a mother. She showed up. And when she got to me, she looked at me. She's like, okay, you look well. But I just said, you know, the side of my leg, because I apparently the people on the street were trying to tell her that I flipped in the air and I landed. Oh, wow. Right. You know. And you don't remember any of that. No, I don't. I don't. We get home. I remember my father was a bit scared to come see me because he didn't know what to expect. I remodeled him with the intercom as in, she's okay, my dear. Come see her. So they come. Of course, you know, my parents, first thing, prayers. After they prayed, you know, and I was okay. Just a bit sore. Then the next morning, May 18th, I could hear mom and dad, as usual, early in the morning, about four something, praying. And I thought, okay, get up, go join them, or go use the restroom. And I tried to get up. My legs got up, but you know how you want to use your hand to get up from the bed? I Mm -hmm. couldn't. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. To cut this uh, story short, my nerves in my hands had damaged they're damaged from the fall the break i used my hands to break the fall apparently and my hands the nerves in the hands had damaged i was in nigeria okay what to do what do we do we're a strong believer in my family of prayers and it does work um they kept praying you know as in what are we to do what you know what do you know we're confused because I looked okay. If anyone had seen me, mm. I looked fine. Then sometimes I will be able to use the hands and then sometimes I can't, but we're still praying. I went to the doctor with my older sister. We went there. They said no bones were broken. Maybe it was just the muscle. The muscle is sore. I'm like, okay, if it's the muscle, don't worry. We'll get better. We'll get better. Yeah. And two weeks into this, now these hands were getting worse what to do and when i say worse the i won't say there was like pain it was as yeah, if it just wasn't. somebody was i will use the word like ironing with a damaged iron over my hands that's how it felt the pain and the heat mm. Mm. and then at the same time i'll tell myself Ephosa, touch maybe touch usaru my head is saying touch usaru and i couldn't i just couldn't control my hands and then my hands started vibrating and flipping everywhere it was scary to see looking at the faces of my parents (laughs) looking at the faces like i'm just as you're talking you know like of course you know what i feel like i'm just like lord i I remember this i want to cry but god (laughs) is so awesome anyway yeah god is awesome and he really is he really is I remember at that moment, though, my nephew, Bomi, are we allowed to say people's names? Bomi. Yes, it's fine. Bomi. He was fantastic at that time. He will come to me. He's like, Antitata, don't worry. It's okay. I will feed you. He will come. He'll come with the spoon. He's playing around, shaking the spoon because he thought it was a joke, <laughs> you know? And I would, instead of crying, I would, I would start laughing. We went into prayers, series of prayers. We went into fasting. And I recall my mother coming to me. And she said to me, it's, it's going to be a long road. But God is saying to you, I will see you through. Do you know when mm. that? I was like, mommy. Mommy, do you rem- do you remember a woman said in church two months ago? And she's like, oh my, my, my. And that's when we're like, okay, now 
we're not only going to face it physically, we're going to face it spiritually because this was a spiritual attack. I got to the U.S. Thank God I found a doctor who was a Christian. And uh, when I got there, he had said to me, if I remember, my median, ulna, and radial nerves had damaged to a point of no return. Oh, wow. Yes. So literally, the only result for me to live was for them to amputate both hands. <laughs> I remember saying to Dr. Sullivan, <laughs> he's in Florida now, he's retired. Oh, Dr. Sullivan, I remember, like, his <laughs> name was like, <laughs> I every day in our house. I know. I remember saying to him, I said, it's not possible. If you amputate my hands, just kill me. Um, am I allowed to say that? I used to be so scared <laughs> of handicap. Handicaps. I used to be afraid. Yeah, I love it. Do you remember? I used to I, be F, yeah, so I still remember. Yeah. If anyone had like um handicap issue or a disabled issue, I used to be so afraid. I used to be so worried. I had anxiety, you know, panic attacks. So I said to him, I said, Look, if you're gonna amputate both hands, I will advise you now to kill. And he says, you know, relax. I'm just saying that when they checked in, the nerves not only had it damaged, they had started rotting inside my body. And it had damaged it all the way that, you know, it, there was no connection to the brain. So when I think, okay, do something, I can't do it. When I, you know, things like that. So um, I remember he had now said, okay, do brain surgery. But before he does it, one thing he always does, he goes to go and ask. He goes into his house, as he said, and I go and ask my God at the altar, what do I do concerning this patient? And he said to me, you said you were Christian. I said, yes. He's like, okay, you go and pray about it also. I get home. I call my parents. So they said they will pray. I, I prayed and Solomon obviously was praying. This was a Friday I remember I woke up at night in the morning and I said to Augie, my uh, oldest, I said, look, I said, well, I'm not doing that operation because I saw that they were operating on me and the light went out. Meaning I died. Hmm. Sunday morning. That was like so, when you say you saw that, like, did you have a dream or something? I had I'm a just dream. To... I'm also a dreamer. Wow. <laughs> my family That's told me sure. Josefina the dreamer. We call her Joseph, Josefina. <laughs> Wait, Effie. Yes. Sorry. Okay, so no, 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 I'm just trying to like reiterate. So you, you had a dream after, like, when you after you. First of all, this doctor is like a miracle, by the way, because what are the chances in America to go and find a doctor who not only is a Christian but believes in God so much that he says, "Before I do anything, I need to yes. ask my father first Yes, that is like God sense, like literally he orchestrated mm. that one for you, and that's for sure. He definitely and did. We can't, we cannot miss that. No, we can't. So you Go went ahead. back and then you're praying. So th this encounters. And yeah. Sunday morning, mommy woke me up before they went to church. And she says, mm -hmm. my dear, do not do that operation because you will not come out alive. I'm like, I said, okay, mommy, oh, wow. me about it. Oh, so mommy calls you on the phone. Like, mommy obviously, she's in Nigeria. You're in America. I was in the US. Mommy was in Nigeria. And she says, um, I'm not sure if she or daddy had the dream. I can't remember now. But they're like, I won't come out alive. And I'm like, okay, mommy, that's fine. I've also had a dream. Thank God, God speaks to me through dreams. Yeah. And the next, and then on Monday, I went back to Solomon, and he says, "Okay, so what do I want to do?" And I said, "I'm not doing the operation. I'll rather do the alternative, medicine." And he says, "Okay," because if in his church they said she will not survive the surgery. This is, you know, when you say God is one, He's not a man of confusion. And that so, was, it all, I mean, this is dotted lines. And I thought, okay, okay, this mm -hmm. is good. Now, what is the alternative medicine? It was <laughs> for them now to start injecting me in the brain and directly into the hands with, um, um, what is it called again? I can't remember. steroids. Steroids. Thank you. With steroids. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> okay, ah, this sounds easy. I mean, the brain one sounded a bit sketchy, but I'm like, okay, we can, we can do this. What is the side effect? Well, the side effect, number one, you're going to be fat. 
<laughs> All right, facts. That's my problem. Wait, guys, I have to say, this is my sister, Effie, <laughs> that was always like, you know, <laughs> I was, I was like a hot fact. Not you guys. You many, I have um, seven sisters. There are yes. many six of, or five of you know. Mm-hmm. Efosa was literally our hottest sister. Or is still Shabbat. Then it was like, ah. So you can imagine. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yes. He says I will be fat. In my mind, of course, you say, oh, I've never been fat before, so it's okay. Somewhere else, but it's okay. And then he says, okay, more than likely, um, you're going to start... Uh, your period is going to stop. You're going to start growing b- mm-hmm. the beard. I mean, a lot of things that men have, the testosterone that men have, you're going to start having those things. It's like, um, it could be bad. It could be okay. You know, people also deal Very with it. It's, it's a mental thing also. But I just yeah. thought it's not a big deal. If my hands work. But you know what he said to me? Yes. You know what he said to me? He says... Uh, I said to him, I said, so what are the chances of these nerves growing? He's like, to be honest, the way you came to me, 0%. And I thought, oh, Lord. But he says, but the only chance we have right now is that we have God. Mm. So let's go. Hallelujah. Uh, sorry. I remember thinking to myself, okay, the only chance we have is that we have God. I must say to you at the time, I thought, okay, what, what is this? <laughs> really? A doctor is telling me this, but we went for it. We started shooting up um, the steroids in the brain. Those were very difficult times because when they do that, you're completely numb. I can't chew. I have saliva dropping. I mean, it was it was horrible. It was horrible, very painful um, for three days and literally numb, paralyzed because it goes straight into the brain. And mm. the ones in the hands also were difficult. But, you know, my God, my God, really, he's a God of miracles. And when I say I'm a miracle magnet, I'm not joking. <laughs> this, I mean, even the doctors, I remember in the doctors in St. Barnabas, they said to Dr. Solberman, stop giving this girl high hopes. You saw the uh, MRI. You saw the scan. Yeah. You saw everything. It's not going to happen. The best bet for this girl is to do the surgery, whether she comes out alive or not. And Solomon said, no, we're not doing the surgery. We'll go with this. We're going to continue. Let's continue. Nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. Guess what was happening to me? I was getting fatter. <laughs> fatter. <laughs> fatter. <laughs> fatter. I remember they started, when they started my, my treatment, I was 48 kilos. And every time they go, yes. another, another. Let me tell you, though, when I ended my um, <laughs> treatment two and a half years after, I was exactly 99.9 kilos. But that horrible nurse wrote 100 kilos. <laughs> Jesus. In fact, I didn't want to call her. I was out to call her. She's not serious. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. I remember she wrote yeah, 100. Like, 99.9. Get it right. She wrote 100 kilos. And I, I was F- like, no. Every day, we can't even laugh about this. Um, I, it's slowly, the nerves grew. I remember I had to learn how to write again. I had to learn mm. ABC again. One, two, three. I had to learn certain things because it also touched on my memory nerves. Yeah. The devil had a bigger plan. Well, guess who is bigger? God is way mm. bigger. And he already sure. saw yeah. the end from the beginning. And he just kept saying to me, yeah. all I have to do is hold on. My, fav- mm. my favorite passage of all time in the Bible, and this comes from the age of eight, where in church they always used to say, tell me to hold on to God. It's Psalm mm. 118, uh, verse 17, where it says clearly, I shall not die, but leave and declare the works of the Lord. I've always held on to that mm. passage. So even um, Dr. Solomon always used to say to me, hold on to that passage, hold on to the, that passage. He's like, do you remember the I promises? I will not die. Do you remember the promises God has said to you? I, I will tell him, he said this, he said, he's like, have, have they come to pass? I'm like, no. He's like, then you are not dying. It must come. Exactly. Like, that's the way God works. Those things must mm. come to pass first. 
He's like, once he, he's like, if you tell me now those things have come to pass, then he knows, okay, guess what? You will die. And you I'm fulfilled happy. everything that exactly. God has planned for your life. And guess what? I'm 45 this year. There's still so many things God has said concerning my life that have still not come to pass. And I am a very impatient person. But I have to remember on waiting on God because I know that till those things come to pass, then my time here on earth, my fulfillment, the things that God has promised, the thing that God has created me for, then once mm-hmm. it has all happened, then okay, it will be time to go. So I had to keep holding on, even with those shaky little hands, I had to keep holding on. After two and a half years, of course, you all know, my hands got better. I was able to Thank use it. Um, I did not see my period from 2004 till I got married in 2008 till 2000 and I think 10 or 2010. Yeah. And of course we wanted kids. And they had said to me I was infertile because of the steroids. That's what it does to you also. We wanted kids. What can we do? You know, um, maybe we should look, you know, alternative, you know, adopt. But it's so strange. My husband, who I will say now is not the, <laughs> you know, Bible <laughs> thumping, you know, that kind of person, kept saying to me, he's like, look, he's like, there's a reason why I met you. There's a reason why we have gone through this together. And he's like, and when I met you, this is something he always said to me. He's like, I saw little girls with you. Mm. He's like, we are going to have those little girls together. And I'm like, Eric, let's be real. I'm infertile. When they do my test, it's negative. What, what? So it doesn't even climb on the fertility chart. I cannot have kids. Don't I you can't understand? have kids. I remember sending him a nasty text before we got married, April 25th. I'm like, it's not going to happen. No kids. Get away from me. Tell you, you and your parents, go away. <laughs> and he's like, I will see you. Uh, no, that's even a miracle in itself. I know. Uncle Eric, <laughs> I know. was just like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I know. We're getting married and we're having these kids. Oh, you, do you know what? And honestly, you're right. That's a miracle in itself. Because I remember also one day I said they were amputating my hands. I had said mm-hmm. to him, I said, Eric, maybe we should break up now. We've only been together for only a year and a half. And they go to amputate my hands. Yeah. And do you know what he says? <laughs> he said to me, that's fine. You'll, you'll come with me with little stubs. I remember clearly. I, lo- I actually remember those words, that word <laughs> with, that he used. With little stubs. <laughs> and then when I also got fat from the steroids, I remember seeing him again. And because he lived in Cameroon then. And then we met up in France. And he saw me. He's like, oh, look at you. Oh, chewy and lovely. Roll to me in the airport in Charles de Gaulle. <laughs> so, and I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, which kind of human being is this? Like, this is when normal, well, not well, this is when some people will be like, you know, so that's a typical. Some people will run for their lives. Like, okay, I'm not doing this. Yes, I ain't doing this with this woman. No thanks. So. But it was, it was God's step. He ordered everything, He ordered everything. Mm. This was not my doing. It wasn't because I was intelligent. I could have good conversations. Uh, you know, none of that. This was not because oh, so, like Solomon says, Solomon says, it's not because I'm the best doctor. He's like, this mm. was all ordained by God. I met you for a reason and you met me for a reason. So now fast forward, we're living in Turkey now. Kids, no kids. Uh, my period is not here. It's not going to happen. My fertility um, rate it's still, it, it's, it's not even coming up. My parents came to visit me. They were the first people to come see me in Ankara. And when they were leaving, they both prayed for me. I mean, this was prayer. I mean, people that believe in prayers, they prayed for me. And the last thing my father said before he climbed up those steps, he said to me, anything that is not yours, friendship, children, it doesn't matter, even a job will never enter this door. They will drop at the door before they try to enter. He's like, remember that. And he's like, keep holding on to the promises of God. I said, all right, daddy. See ya. Bye-bye. In December, they call me. They're like, guess what? Your fertility rate just went up. And I thought, oh, guess what it was? 
negative Thank you, Jesus. negative 12. <laughs> oh wow. Yes. We went up to negative 12. Negative 12. From, from... <laughs> so oh, wow. I thought, oh, okay, that's fine. God, please help me. Then, Eric, guess what? I, I saw my period. Came for one day. December 18, I was sleeping. And all of, I had this dream of trying to catch babies in the water. I caught two babies and the babies left my hand. And I was like, oh, I didn't hold them. I didn't hold on tight. Then I caught another baby. It was a little girl. I looked at the little girl. And then it flushed away from my hand. I'm like, okay, let me try again. And I caught another baby. It was a little girl. I looked at the little girl. And it's like the water was trying to take the little girl. And I'm like, no, this one is mine. And my dad is like, what is her? My dad in the dream was, what is her name? And I look up. I'm like, ah. Uh, and then I hear the word, Lila Rose. I get my dream. I turn to my husband. I said, Eric. We're going to have a girl, and her name is Lila Rose. And he says, okay, we'll hold on to that. I'm saying this because um, if you remember, I said there were two babies that washed, flushed out of my hands and yeah. another baby. Before mm. I had my daughter, I had two miscarriages. One was a set of twins, and then another one. Obviously, maybe it would have been a girl, but I don't know. And before I entered my door. Every time I'll go to the hospital and the uh, doctor says to me, I don't think because of the steroids in you, the baby doesn't look normal. Before I enter the door, those kids always fell out. If you remember what my father said, mm, what is yeah. not for you yeah, will fall you. out before you enter your door. And I remember my husband crying and I said to him, I said, do not cry. Don't worry. Because of those, the dream I had, and I remember what my father said, I put those two things together and I started praying. Stand on God's I, word. I started holding on to God's word. I found a church. I remember in the church, they were looking for somebody that would lead the young girls. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I just want to focus on my family. I'm trying to have a baby. I'm cooking one day. You know, I'm not the best. Cook. And I'm cooking in our house in Ankara. <laughs> I felt I was the only person in the house. Eric had gone to work. Somebody tapped me. Literally, I felt it physically. And I looked, and these were the words that I said. If you do for me, I will do mm. for you. Whatever it is. I get on my knees and I said, God, I will do for you. I want my daughter. I go to church on Sunday. I tell them in church, I will lead the women. Um, hmm. the pastor he didn't even know who I was really and he says okay giving <laughs> you, he's like sure yes, he, I'm giving you the mandate and I was leading the women in church two months after I got pregnant went to the doctor they're like wow. you have to be careful you know the steroids the steroid is still very high it was still 97% it's not possible the child will be abnormal or the child will not hold I walk into that door <laughs> and nothing happened I said Eric Get ready for Lila Rose. This is this is our child. This is our my eight-year-old daughter, Lila Rose. It was amazing mm. how God, you know, held me. I mean, it, these were difficult times. I must say, they were really difficult times. They were scary times. I know my whole family was praying. My friends, everybody, fact, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Pray. We will just be like every day, Heavenly Father, you can do oh. this. This is our fofo. Please, Lord, do this. But we, but you know, the funny thing is that we knew that God wanted to do. Like, and that's that's one thing that is actually very important for us to know. God is not the type that takes a cookie and literally like puts it in your face and says here, and then takes it back. And He's not that type. Not. Like, and He says something and He will do it. And He truly wants us yeah. to to you know to live in a life like. He wants to please, he wants us to be happy. He actually wants us he to be does. happy. He's he a good does. father. He does. He's a good father. So, so that trick of sometimes you know how you're thinking that oh God is putting me through this or he wants me to suffer, but it's actually not, it's not true. true. It's, he actually wants so when you're uh -huh. asking, when we're so when we're asking for things, it's like we are we don't have to come from a place of please, Lord, please, please. It's more like Lord, this is your will, this is what you said. have said. 
and now I'm, I'm uh, it's always our side of exactly because for him to remind me for him to remind me do for exactly. me because you have to remember even before then i've always been a preacher in church please by i'm not saying well i've been orda- an ordained pastor but before then i wasn't an ordained pastor but i've always preached i've always been involved in church and here am i in anchor i say no 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 because my body is all fragile so he had to remind me of my and own part as in come here come and do mm-hmm. what i have called you for this is part of my calling it's part yes. of my calling and it's in saying your testimony is your story that helps other people. So if you're not bold, yeah. how are you going to say your own part? How are people going to understand that these things happen? Meanwhile, all they used to just see me yeah. in church and they're like, oh, that young lady that has joined ch- church and she looks so young and so cute. <sighs> no, 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 no. I was suffering. But you had to share it. Now, fast yeah. forward. Okay, we want another child. They do another test. Oh, the series in your system is just 80 something. It's not possible. And then with every period, I started noticing like clots coming out of my body. And, you know, clots were coming as in literally, it's like as if you put a whole bed shit in blood, soaking Mm. like a whole bucket. That's what was happening. And I started getting scared. Went to the doctor. They said to me that it's because the lining of my uterus was falling out. My uterus literally was falling out because of the steroids. Um, everything was just not right. Okay, so so it's a surprise that you had this child. It's a miracle you had this child. Just be. Don't even worry about it. Okay, that's fine. So they're probably like, okay, it's enjoy the, the one child. Exactly. You have just move on, please. And stop trying to give your. your and let me be child. honest with you. Eric and I were very happy and content for one child. Well, apparently we we're also rabbits, apparently, and we were getting pregnant. Yeah. I was getting pregnant between Leela Rose and my other child. There were nine pregnancies. Nine pregnancies mm. and 11 children, two sets were twins. And we're getting pregnant, but before either six weeks, the longest we ever had was, was uh, 11 weeks. It was just, you know, it would just fall out, you know, and I, I was getting miserable. I, I'm sure I, I was a miserable sister. That's the truth. I was a miserable friend, miserable mm, sister, miserable you. wife. It was affecting Eric and I, and then he couldn't even mourn because he kept seeing what was happening to me. It was affecting us. To you. Every time you, he'll, he'll remind me, you. remember this, remember that. And then finally, doctors were like, look, you need to take out this uterus. And I said, okay, let me do it. Eric says, no. If God wants to remove it, let him remove it on his own. I said, but there is a pain that comes with this. He's like, no, 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 don't do it. Are you in that much pain? I said, no, it's not as bad as my hands. It's like, we can deal with this. We go home for, I'm trying to remember what it was. We go home for my mother's uh, 70th birthday. My mom gives, yes, Nigeria. Nigeria. We come home to Nigeria for her 70th birthday. She prays for all of us. She had gone to Israel and I think she gave us water and, you know, <laughs> and we prayed and I had this strong belief and I said, thank you, God. I know you're going to do it for me. I'm going to what, what, what? I come back and that last period, oh my word, was a nightmare. I couldn't handle myself. Osara, that was the worst time of my, one of the worst times of my life. I couldn't handle it. I didn't, I didn't want to live. If, I had my way, I would have gotten rid of myself. But God pulled me in and reminded me of his promises. It is not done. And you have no right to take yourself. Wait on me. He kept reminding me, wait on me. And we leave Ankara. We come to, we moved to Bamako. Um, we're here in Bamako. I'm like, Eric, look at so many beautiful children we need to adopt. Eric is like, okay, okay. Sometimes we'll fight about it, sometimes don't, because he wanted a girl, and because he's like, his dream was two girls, and I'm like, no, I want a boy. I go home to Nigeria because I was angry with him. I actually used the bus. (laughs) (laughs) He was mad. Yeah, (laughs) we don't want to talk about that. But yes, my sister showed up in Lagos. 
she showed up in Lagos and we were like, I can't. You? Like, you're yeah. mad. <laughs> Talking to daddy and mommy, they're like, you have to be patient. You have to be patient. Mommy's like, I don't believe this. So in other words, now you, 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 your to uterus your is finished. <laughs> That's what they're saying. I said, it's gone. If you see my scan now, it literally, I don't have a uterus, so it's okay. So I want to adopt. So I need you as my family to back me up in this adoption. When you see that beautiful child, you have to take them as... And my parents are like, sure, 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 of course. We go to church last Sunday. They say women, couples who are looking for the fruit of the womb, women especially come out. Come out. I normally don't go out with this kind of rubbish. because, okay. I'm, And my own thing was like, oh, please. A child? No, 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 no. I'm going to adopt. I was doing something for mommy. And I turned. And I was going, mommy's like, you're going? I said, yes. I'm like, even if it's not for me, maybe for one of my sisters. I kneel down there. The woman prays. And she says to me, she says, come back with your testimony. Do not forget to praise God. Mm. I get up. There was a woman doing her, um, what, what you, dedication of her child. Lavina, actually. And she turns mm-hmm. to me and she says, she says, oh, Fofo, okay. I remember the way she said it. Fofo. Yes. And that's how she Fofo, called your name. We're going to praise God for your second child. And I said, I smiled. I said, ah, I know what I'm going through. But ha ha ha. I'm going back to Bamako to my husband. My father looks at me and he says, I can't wait to see. Actually, he didn't use the word see. Let me be honest. He says, I can't wait to hear of your miracle child. And I said, yes, daddy, I, I want a boy. Eric wants a girl. So let's pray that we'll be united. And he smiles. I get back to Bamako. Everything was okay. Literally, Three weeks after, I find out I'm pregnant for my second child. I don't, please Mm. remember, according to the doctors, I don't have a uterus. That's the part. Mm. I'm just saying that, you know what? God does things where you think there is no way. There is a way. Out out of rubbish, he actually makes diamonds. You should see my second child. You know that she was not in a human. She was oh, not in a gosh. human uterus. She was somewhere else. As in, mm-hmm. when I, I found out when actually I did not see my period. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, now this doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter anyway. It's not a big deal. And then I'm like, okay, I feel funny. I said to Eric, and then my first daughter kept saying, "Mommy, I can smell a baby. I can hear a baby crying." Can you smell the baby? Can you hear a baby crying? And I'm like, oh, Lila, stop with this baby yeah. talk. Stop, stop, stop. Then I said to Eric, it can't be. You have a uterus? It's not possible. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. And I remember he was in the pool. And he looked at me. He's like, what, what God is about to do? He's like, and you call yourself the pastor. Ha, ha. And he was laughing. Out of fear. I did not check. Wow. We finally checked when I was seven weeks. And they said, yes, I was pregnant with two babies. You're pregnant. But I lost one. And that's fine. That is fine. God had already ordained these kids for me. No matter what anybody was saying, this was going to happen. That's not going to happen. You will not have hands. They were going to amputate my hands. I mean, everything was just crazy. Mm. The diff- uh, pregnancies, both pregnancies were very difficult. I used to faint all the time. I'm bleeding all the time. <laughs> oh, Lord. Effie, please. I just remember. Effie was Daddy's birthday. Daddy's 80th birthday. You came for Daddy's birthday. came for my dad's 80th birthday. And we were doing a photo shoot outside. And Effie literally fainted outside. You can imagine all of us. This is a baby that we prayed for for how many years? We were screaming. <laughs> Like, yeah, my sister's my sister's a photographer, so she was the one taking the pictures outside another sister's house, and it yep. was just like, oh my gosh, this baby that we've kept this long, yeah. So, but anyway, really just thank God. Uh, at the end of the day, I had these two beautiful girls, mm-hmm. uh, but it's something for me actually to be able to say to people, as in waiting on God. We forget sometimes. We read the Bible all the time, mm-hmm. but we have to remember the Bible is filled with believers who waited and held on in spite of their problems. Yeah. We have Abraham, we have Sarah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't even go into Sarah. Yep. Sarah, yes, she was old. 
I am a 40-something-year-old woman, and according to the uh, medical terms, they tell you by 35, you are an old person having a baby. So I use my, my, I use myself, and mm-hmm. I also had issues. So I'm just, just reminding people that uh, Romans 8, 25 tells us, but if we hope for what we do not see, and we wait for, wait for it with patience, mm-hmm. God will see it through. Yes, we have to remember that Christianity Christianity is nothing without patience. And learning to wait, even when it seems like God has Mm. forgotten you, is an important part of our journey. I had to remember that God had never, he hasn't forgotten me. Oh, sorry, talking about that, I remember one time in uh, Lagos, as usual, you know how they take Nepa. I know it's called something else now. And it was Mm -hmm. so hot. Yes, yeah, well, we still call it <laughs> and with the heat, it affects my hands. <laughs> and I always kept in as in God, do not forget yeah. me. Do not forget me. Do not forget me. And I remember you joining me in that prayer. In fact, in that chant, I think we chanted for like two hours in the dark because our generator was not working. God, yes, do not forget yes, me. And that's what he never forgets. It seems as if sometimes he has forgotten us. But he's here, he I mean, him. with my story, with a lot of women, a lot of people's stories, with encounters with God, you have to remember that these encounters are here not just to change your life, but to change other people's lives around you. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that when somebody yes. else will hear yes. my and story, they will know that their own time hasn't ended. As long mm-hmm. as God has not taken your life, as long as mm-hmm. even when your life is gone, God was able to wake up Lazarus and he can do it again. It's the same God that we serve. He yes. can do it again. He so he will fight for you. You yep. only need to yep. be still and listen to that quiet voice. Where it says, do for me mm. and I will do for you. And you might think, what am I doing for God? You have to remember you were bur- born for a p- uh, purpose. You were born to act praise. Yeah. Start by praising. Start by praying. Praying and praising is already doing something for God. Once you put your mm. life in that alignment with God, I feel, at least that's, I think that's what worked for me. Don't get me wrong. I had crazy moments, but that's what worked for me. That's what that's worked for me. Sure. So that's mm. my story. I had to put those two stories together okay. because they came, that's you know, <laughs> they linked. <laughs> yeah, they link. <laughs> I was honestly, I was thinking to myself when I said to Effie that, oh, um, Effie, that we need to do a session for encounter series for you. In my mind, I'm thinking, which of her many million stories is she going to share with us? Like, I was just thinking to myself because honestly, when Effie says that miracle, miracle magnet, I don't even know how miracle magnet, yes, that's for sure. Miracle magnet is not a joke. Um, it's definitely not a joke, and I, I feel like there, there yeah. are a couple of points that I just want to like hone on here. Number one, I, I know I mentioned it before, yes. but the fact that your doctor was a Christian. Okay, actually, you know what? The fact that God actually said um, that yes. an accident is going to come, but I'm going to see you through. That beginning part can be a bit like, for me, I, I'm not even going to front. It was a bit mind-boggling for me. Like, and couldn't we have prayed that it way? Couldn't we have prayed yeah. that the Lord will, you know, defer it? Or were you, like, when daddy, when daddy was calling you and calling you over again, if maybe we're like a bit more yeah. sensitive, would they have said, oh, stay at home and it would never have happened? Like, I don't it know. But the point is that it yeah. did happen and the Lord saw you through. And in between all of that, he was showing you dreams. He was showing you signs. Like, through mommy, like, you and mommy had the same exact dream that yes. don't do this um, surgery unless you would die. And you didn't do the surgery and you, you stayed alive. So that connection with God through our walk with him yes. is so, so, Co- so, so communion. To be in constant communion with God that he speaks to you. He tells you, you know, how to live. Like, and it's not like to say that, you know, like literally it was like everyday thing. I am telling you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah. And then also when you get to Mali, when you get to Mali and he tells you, you want to have a baby and he tells yeah. says to you. That, 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 that was an anchor. Do for you. That statement it's was like, an anchor. Yes. I, oh, sorry. Yeah, in Ankara, sorry. I, mean, I, I saw Ankara in my head and I said, in, in in fact, I was in the kitchen in Ankara and somewhere I said, Mali. so I mean, yeah, but I I find like God is actually the journey with God is it just is. so beautiful. If you would only just allow yourself to and go trust with it, through it with Him, like and understand that okay, this and trust, and trust Him yeah. and trust Him honestly. Um, Effie, honestly, I'm so like I I had to hold myself back from crying like 
four times during this thing. That's why I was really quiet because normally I'll be talking, 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 talking. But I was quiet because I had to hold myself back from tears because honestly, in our family, you've truly shown He's us able. that God is able to do all things and just watching you go through all the things that you've been through and being able to come out like Ephesa, when she gets on that all time, when she's preaching and stuff, it's always like, wow, like this woman has been through so much. Yes, God is still able to speak through her. I think her, that's, the, way that's he does the reason, and, like, right? Use that's the reason the why others. he allows these things yeah, to happen exactly. for his own purpose, actually, for exactly. his own glory. Because no other person can say it's because of them that I'm mm. where I am now. Nobody. You know, so... Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So these things happen, but he's, he he sees you through them and uses them to to bring glory to himself. And I'm just so grateful Thank you. to share this with us today, Effie. Grateful for your life. Grateful for my our first daughter, by the way. Yes, Lana I Rose, mean, looks just after a difficult president. Like, <laughs> I said well. president. She's, well, she's going to be a president after a difficult pregnancy. <laughs> she looks like a pregnancy. Yeah, she now has to be like. <laughs> Not like you. It has to be like me, like me. Not like um, not like you, which for me is very exciting. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm the one and that, <laughs> that she thank looks you. like. But thank Effie, you, thank you, you so much. God bless no, 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 no. I was just saying that the second one's name is Gabrielle. Angosa, <laughs> meaning God's own person. Oh, Gabrielle. Because God chose her. And Lila Rose's name is yes. Orobosa, meaning you, in God's thank hand. You. And there was a reason why my parents gave her that name, in God's hands. Oh, I always say your dream you're grabbing her in your hand and God's hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, thank you, Ephesus. I really, really really appreciate your time. (laughs) Mrs. Martin, um, this has been an amazing session and I cannot wait to have people listen to it and be encouraged by it. God, you know, Effie, you know, you know, like you said earlier, I God still do. You got a lot of work to do, girl. Like, <laughs> you still got much, much. <laughs> and so I'm just looking forward to seeing Thank and being you. a part of the rest of your journey with you. Beautiful, beautiful Thank journey you. to be, be a part of, like, to be a little sister just watching. I've been listening behind. to your podcast. Thank you. Yes. So, everybody, this is me. Yeah. I know. Love you. See you soon, Love hopefully. Happy so and talk to you on the other Amen. side. Amen. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to that episode with Afosa Martin I hope it ignited in you a knowing of the powerful and wonderful nature of our Lord Jesus Christ I would say that the Lord beckons on us in many different ways and our job is to answer have a very very wonderful day and please do share this episode with anyone who you believe will be blessed by it Take care.